and the classic 1993 Sylvester Stallone Wesley Snipes film Demolition Man, which takes place in the not-too-distant future year of 2032, it is stated that Taco Bell is the last remaining chain restaurant in the world, the lone survivor of the franchise wars. It's a fine dining establishment, complete with valet parking and a dance floor. Take one step inside the new Taco Bell Cantina in Westport, and you might think we're already there. 2032, the next evolution of Taco Bell's is here in Kansas City. This is the future sliced alone, promised us, and it is good. podcast where it's always taco tuesday kansas city's number one taco podcast i'm your host dave and i'm a man on a mission that mission is to eat at all of the tasty tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town of kansas city missouri and kansas we are the podcast where we are conquering the kansas city taco verse one taco at a time we'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us we'll share some stories share some laughs and most importantly share some kansas city tacos welcome to taco the town taco the town taco Hey, it's spring break week here on Taco the Town. You know, times are a little tough right now. Can't afford to jump on a plane to Cabo? Hey, I'm right there with you. I can't afford it. These gas prices, am I right? We've got you covered here on Taco the Town. No problem. If you can't get to Cabo, there's a place right here in Kansas City, in Westport actually, that has all the spring break vibes you'll ever need. We once had a guest on our Renfest episode of Taco of the Town last year who said he once spent a night at one of these locations we are reviewing today and he had the time of his life. You know, whenever a new taco spot opens in the metro, we gotta check it out and put it to the Taco of the Town test. This week's taco destination is the new Taco Bell Cantina in the heart of Westport, located at 4101 Broadway Boulevard, Kansas City, Missouri, 64111. Open every day, 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. A Taco Bell Cantina features an urban restaurant design, open kitchen, custom menu with shareable appetizers and alcoholic beverages. Yes, you heard me right. A Taco Bell with beer, wine, sangria, and twisted freezes. Only good, happy things can happen in a place like this. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest here to check out the Taco Bell Cantina for the first time. Let's meet our special taco reviewer guest. 
All right, she is a freelance restaurant critic for The Pitch and the creator of the experimental food newsletter Haterade. Her writing has also appeared in Midwesterner, Defector, Bon Appetit, among others. In her Haterade newsletter, she has written about apple teenies, hot beef sundaes. She's also written about tasting rodent-repelling automotive tape and making Cheetos out of packing peanuts. Welcome to Taco the Town. Liz Cook. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. So glad we are finally doing this. I've been wanting to have you on the show for a long time. Well, and what an auspicious occasion <laughs> for know. us to be here in the belly of the beast. In the belly of the beast. Uh, this is our spring break episode, so I figured we're in a cantina in a Taco Bell. And we cantina. are both wearing inner tubes right now. We should right. let the listeners know. Uh, yes, floaties, mm-hmm. floaty devices. So uh, here we are. I mean, it's only three weeks old, I guess. It's been open for three weeks. Wow. What, what do you think so far of the Taco Bell Cantina? Look, I mean, it has all of the polish I would expect from uh, a corporate franchise with like four offshoots. <laughs> Uh, surprisingly bumping for uh, 6 p.m. on a Tuesday, though. Yeah. Doing yeah. something right. Maybe it's because it's Taco Tuesday. It is Taco oh. Tuesday. Should we have come at like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. to get the real vibe of this place? I think you can only really truly know the Taco Bell Cantina if you're here at 2 a.m. on a yeah. Saturday. Yeah. I think we're just getting kind of like a touristy version. Right. I think we're safe right now. Maybe... If they saw us with microphones at 2 a.m. in the Taco Bell Cantina, we might get um, people grabbing well, our mics. you'd certainly get some interesting cameos. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, I've been picturing it. And, you know, it's got these nice murals here. We've got some floating crunch wraps, some sports people. Uh, we've yeah, got a they've, spilled um, Baja Blast. They've smartly uh, given these sports figures, or soccer players, uniforms that could really... Uh, fit in in any state you know the (laughs) team colors are sort of ambiguous from the top here i just got to know what is your relationship with taco bell did you grow up eating it you grew up in iowa i did i grew up in a very weird town in iowa which has colored my relationship with tacos so there was not a taco bell in my hometown okay which is called Perry, very small hometown. What I did grow up eating was like a bifurcated taco experience. So there's like the classic grandma tacos, old El Paso kit, hard shell at home and at school lunch. But Perry is about half Hispanic, the population is. It's a meatpacking town. So all of the restaurants in town, there's just a dozen like papuserias, taquerias, like taco trucks, literally. So growing up, I had exposure to, to way better tacos than Taco Bell tacos, to be honest. So wait, by the time I like encountered a real Taco Bell in the big city, it was sort of a letdown. Yeah, sounds, sounds like it. Did you grow up eating a lot of taco pizza? I know you, you have did. written in the past that you think that people should be eating more taco pizza. Is that right? I do. I know I'm kind of like all alone on this one. It seems like taco pizza is super polarizing. So I get to order one like two or three times a year if I'm lucky because it's hard to like convince a crowd to go in on that. But Iowa is like taco pizza's homegrown territory. And there's something I love 
about all of the things that people think are gross about taco pizza. So like the sort of like wilted lettuce on top, <laughs> you love that it. is my jam. <laughs> the sort of like the, the crunchy Doritos that like slowly get soggy with taco sauce. I love it. The congealed bean and cheese mixture, like these speak to my soul. Like I love those features. Did you ever find a place here locally that does the, the crunched uh, crumbled Doritos on it? You know, every time I've ordered a taco pizza locally, they've either like left out the lettuce or they haven't had the chips. It's like the taco chips and the lettuce that make like a classic taco pizza for me. Right. So I haven't found a great version here that gets all of that right. Can you request that if you go to Casey's? Will they do that for you? So when I moved to Kansas City, there were no Casey's in the metro proper. I think we probably have a couple now maybe, but... Now they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. they're popping up. Yeah. Okay. I haven't visited a metro Casey's in some time. So I haven't given that a try, but I will. I think they do it for you if you just requested it. Okay. Say, hey, look, I'm from the home, the home of Taco Pizza. Can you make it the real way for me? I'm do sure you have to bring my own Doritos? I guess it's a Casey's. I can buy them. Yeah, you can buy them. Bring them back to the kitchen. Chefs love when you do that, when you bring your own food <laughs> and, and ask them to... Uh, to whip you up something special. Now, there are many, many things you've written about that I would love to, to talk to you about today before we, we get into the uh, the review of the tacos here at the Taco Bell Cantina. Which one of these should we start with? Should we talk about Malort? Should we talk about the hot beef sundae? Should we talk about you eating the, uh, the rodent-repelling automotive tape? Which one is, <laughs> would you like to talk about? I mean, like all, I feel like, okay, start with the rodent tape, move to the hot beef sundae, <laughs> end with Malort. And we're actually, in my mind, advancing up towards okay. like a better eating experience. Okay. Yeah. So the, the mouse, what, what did you call it? You called it the, um, it's rat tape, rat, mouse tape, rat, spicy, spicy, spicy mouse tape, spicy yeah. mouse tape. You had rodents eating wires in your car. Yeah, so um, a while back, automotive makers switched to like this like soy-based uh, wire wrap, and it turns out rodents really fucking love that stuff. Like it's just delicious; they go crazy for it. So uh, the car wouldn't start because rodents had chewed through like some wires attached to the manifold, and the solution is to coat the wires in a specifically designed tape by Honda that is covered in capsaicin because rodents apparently really don't like spicy things. So like that's enough to deter them. And as soon as I found that out, I was like, well, obviously I'm going to lick the tape. <laughs> you got to try that, it. That's, that was always in the cards. And uh, you said it tasted similar to, um, it was kind of peppery. Yeah. So I was kind of let down by the mouse tape, honestly. Like I figured if you're going to get flavored tape, you should go big. You should go bold, really lean into the heat. I was expecting like da bomb levels yeah. of like repellent. And it was just kind of like a little flush of heat. It was like easily a taco sauce mild, <laughs> I would say, which made me a little suspicious that it was doing this job. But I guess maybe mice have like a really refined, sensitive palate. How much of it did you eat? Like, or so I didn't eat it. <laughs> I didn't like chew up the tape and spit it out. Let's, I want to be very clear on that point. Um, I did uh, order a roll of it and uh, I tried like a couple feet, really lathered that sucker <laughs> on my tongue. Just You, you got to get the experience. Yeah. Um, and I did write to Honda to ask if this was if this was okay for yeah, me to do. Safe, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they uh, said they said no. <laughs> they said don't do it, but you did it. Anyway. Uh, but they, the, their uh, media guy did send me like he wrote to the manufacturers and like got a list of the ingredients. And he was like, well, you know, there's nothing in here that's explicitly a poison. So I, I took that as a blessing. <laughs> and you felt okay afterwards? Oh yeah, no, okay. there was there was no right. issue. Good. Uh, so hot beef Sundays. Is this an Iowa thing? It is an Iowa thing. 
So like so many of Iowa's culinary exports, this uh, hot beef sundae was invented by the beef lobby to uh, move more cows. So they invented it for the Iowa State Fair surprisingly late. I want to say it was like 2003. It was in the aughts. It sounds gross. Um, The picture you had in the article looked like something that would have been in my cafeteria in the 1980s. Yeah, it's kind of like a hot brown, if you know what that is, like without the bread and like with some extra shit on it. But it's mashed potatoes and gravy and pot roast, which sounds great, right? Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, Yeah. served in a cup, like a walking taco. Right. And then you top it with like, quote unquote, ice cream sundae toppings, which means like cheddar cheese, which is supposed to look like sprinkles, a cherry tomato for a cherry on top. And then sometimes people will do like sour cream for whipped cream. Oh, okay. So like the constituent parts, right? Yeah. They're fine. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the worst you can say about it is that it's sort of like fatty and bland. Right. But it's perfectly tolerable. Oh, I thought it was like, maybe it was the cherry that was throwing me off. I think it was just the picture that threw me off. Yeah. I mean, you say hot beef sundae to someone and their mind goes in some terrible places. So I, I can't blame anyone for being a little squicked out. You also talk a lot about loose meat sandwiches. I have, which uh, I will not defend. I think they are truly, (laughs) they are the worst thing that the Midwest invented. Did you go to Made Right? I have been to Made Right many times. Um, There are like three competing origin stories for the loose meat sandwich in Iowa. There's like the Made Right, there's the canteen in the alley. Um, There's another one whose name escapes me right now, but I wrote about in the article. And uh, they all kind of got started at the same time. Those uh, those sandwiches seem like something that you would only like. I I haven't eaten a sloppy Joe. That's not necessarily. Is that a loose meat? Is that like a wet? It is loose a loose. Meat? It's like a wet loose meat sandwich. <laughs> I would actually like the weird thing about the sloppy Joe is that I think it's less sloppy than a loose meat sandwich because yeah. like the sauce at least coheres some things, right? They're, it's just so dry. Yeah, and the, it's falling out of the bun. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. It's like you take a burger and you're like, what if I made this five times as difficult to eat (laughs) and uh, less satisfying? You're like, great, sign me up. Well, there's like chili, the chili on, at least in like South Carolina, you go to get a chili dog in South Carolina and it's like loose meat and it's, there's no beans and there's no cheese. They just put loose meat on a dog. That sounds so dry. Like I'm like, my mouth's drying out just thinking about that. Yeah. like a loose meat chili dog not not good <laughs> let's get into your malort party where was this malort party what is malort jep jepperson's malort jepson's, jepson's malort. malort yes it's called the uh, lovingly known as chicago's worst liquor right yes yeah, so um it is chicago's most controversial export but they sell it everywhere now so you too can buy a bottle of malort at your uh, kansas city liquor store and it is at its core a wormwood flavored schnapps some of you may be thinking Thinking, what does wormwood taste like? That's not a common flavor. And the answer to many people is uh, like asphalt and grapefruits. I heard someone say uh, aspirin and rubber bands. Yeah. So when I, like <laughs> when I describe it to someone, I usually say like, it tastes like the ghost of a grapefruit that died under suspicious circumstances. <laughs> and I genuinely like Malort, but it has like such a strong, such a bitter flavor. So if you've ever had like a Fernet or another really bitter Amaro, Malord is kind of like taking that experience and removing all of the unnecessary flavor elements. Like, get rid of the sweetness. Like, just sell me bitter. And, and that is Malort. Wasn't it kind of got popular during Prohibition, correct? It got popular in Sweden during Prohibition. There was like a vote in Sweden in like, the, I think like the 1920s to potentially institute Prohibition in the way that we had it in the U.S. 
But Malort, which is called like uh, Besk over there, it's like a class of these wormwood liqueurs. It was such an ingrained part of Swedish drinking culture that they had a propaganda campaign to like get rid of prohibition based solely on the fact that people would no longer be able to wash down a, a crawfish boil with uh, this liqueur. And it was successful. Wow. So you had a party where you uh, celebrated and everyone drank different kinds of Malort or what was the Malort yeah, so melee? This was a cocktail slash bartending competition. So I realized when I wrote this uh, article about how much I genuinely liked Malort that a lot of bartenders felt the same way. Even though like so many people hate it, bartenders were kind of like, you know, kind of in on it. And I met a couple of them who genuinely liked using it in cocktails. And so at first I started just kind of like going around the city, asking for Malort cocktails, seeing who would make me one. And I realized there were quite a few people who were interested in this. So we decided to like host this cocktail slash bartending competition at mini bar we had people enter from all over the country like we had someone Whoa. come down from denver for this we had someone come down from ohio to compete it was way more popular than i think it had any right to be are you gonna start doing it every year if maybe? there's yeah i mean like <laughs> if i can convince mini bar to like work with me on this again i would totally do it again yeah. it was an absolute blast you gotta do it Every year, that would be great. It's sold out, too. So, like, say what you will about, like, the polarizing nature of Malort. The people have spoken. Did you bring any Malort with you today that we can try here at the Taco Bell Cantina? You know, I didn't. And if I did, I probably wouldn't um, admit having purse liquor in public. <laughs> okay. that, that feels like a, maybe a canceling Dang. admission. I was really hoping to try some. I should have told you to bring some. So, finally, I got to know how you, you were testing these packing peanuts and you are like... If these are edible, was this during uh, the first days of COVID or was it, it was just during the... Uh, it was embarrassingly recent. recent. There was okay. uh, no real reason. <laughs> uh, the motivation I said was because, you know, we had all these supply chain problems. Right, that's so, right. you know, we, we had to use every part of the <laughs> buffalo and that includes the packing peanuts that your stuff is shipped with. And you found cheese dust to sprinkle on your packing peanuts and then yes. you started eating them. Yeah, so you can buy like a pound of cheese powder online pretty easily. Make your own Cheetos at home. It's lovely. I eat it on popcorn now because I've oh, got, nice. you know, a ton of it that will last me until the yeah. next pandemic. But these like starch-based biodegradable packing peanuts are theoretically edible and they look just like a big puffy Cheeto. They do not taste like a big puffy <laughs> Cheeto. The texture when they're nude is all wrong. However, I discovered that if you bake them in a convection oven suddenly you get that crisp texture. And uh, by the end of this experiment, I realized that I had just made Cheetos. Like they tasted just like <laughs> Cheetos. And I had to stop because I was a little bit afraid of what I had created. Cause it's all starch. You it's were, just starch. You also tried the, you mixed it up. You tried those star shaped uh, packing peanuts. You're, you're, you're saying star shaped. They were um, cannabis leaf Oh, they were cannabis leaf. Yes, okay. packing peanuts. Those weren't as good as the... Uh, well, I tried doing them with ranch powder, um, oh, okay. which it was less successful. I think the ranch powder wasn't strong enough to like really cover up uh, or, or bring that much that the cheese had. Um, also, I discovered after applying it that my ranch powder was infested with moths, so that may have had a small oh, part in it. okay. Yikes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're... And you know, I love that about you. How did you feel after you ate the packing peanuts? Was your stomach okay? Did, was it a, a gentle... 
uh, eating experience? Or Look, I didn't feel great, but I also <laughs> didn't eat the entire bowl because I was snacking on them and my husband saw me doing this and he took them from me and he poured them in the trash because he knew what would happen if I were left to my own devices. So I did have uh, a little bit of a stomach ache. I mean... I, it, you're just eating pure starch, and I eat a lot of it, so I'm not that surprised. Uh, your latest article, I'm just gonna say two words: chicken drink. You were in the aisle. You saw this thing. It said chicken drink. Did you collagen try collagen drink? Okay, how was it? What? So okay, so I made a chicken drink because I was wandering down the Sunfresh one night, and I saw that they were selling these like four dollar cans of collagen drinks. Like, I think it's supposed to be some kind of vaguely wellnessy thing. Okay. But collagen, I was like, well, that's just like what you have in a really good chicken stock that you make at home. And then I thought, well, why wouldn't you just have chicken stock? And then I thought, well, what if you could carbonate chicken stock? And then I thought, well, what if you could carbonate chicken stock and add some booze and make a little <laughs> chicken highball? And uh, that's where things really got going. So I, I went back to the chest kitchen and uh, whipped up a, a passable chicken cocktail. Did void the warranty on my soda stream, but uh, mm. I think it was worth it for the pursuit of science. You'd do it again? You'd try it again? I would. You know, I think my problem is you can't really carbonate things unless they're cold. And a lot of people don't really want to drink cold fizzy chicken broth. <laughs> right. So I think ultimately the play is to just get drunk on soup like just leave it hot don't worry about carbonating it just put booze in soup and drink the soup oh yeah what about like uh putting a taco like a full taco bell taco into a blender making a drink out of that like a taco drink oh so you have like kind of like a savory shake yeah yeah i mean you can put booze in a shake i feel like there could be something there we can give this a try all right so our drinks right now this place is famous for its mixed drinks That's what makes it a cantina and not just a regular Taco Bell. We got the Baja Blast Freeze with, uh, did you get tequila? I did get tequila. What are your thoughts so far? I mean, honestly, this is pretty good. I I can't actually complain. It is um, a very pleasant seafoam green color, Mm -hmm. uh, which I associate with the classic Baja Blast. But uh, it's not overly sweet, which is kind of what I expected it to be. So I I have to give it a surprise, like a begrudging you know, they say you can review. add more more liquor to it if you want. You can go one shot, two shots, maybe three. So I just went one shot, and me uh, too. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. Now the Taco Bell Cantina. This is a new new area for Westport. This is a a changing Westport. What are your thoughts? Is this a good thing for Westport? Bad thing for Westport? Do you miss the Westport of five years ago? I mean, I think everyone who lives in Kansas City has been missing the Westport that they knew like five to 10 years ago. And I think the generation before us said exactly the same thing. I think it's not great in the sense that like, I I never will rejoice when a bunch of like large corporations take up prime real estate in a neighborhood that was at one point known for being sort of like alt and weird and indie. So like that is not, I think, a net positive. And they tore down an old like historic bank on this very site to build that apartment, this apartment yeah. complex we're in, which... I mean, I kind of don't give a shit about banks, but, you know, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, Look, yeah, I get it. I'm on the Historic Bank Council. I really <laughs> care about old banks, okay? Won't someone think of the bankers, you know? <laughs> They've just been, you know, challenged for too long. It is a very nice apartment, the Wesley Apartments um, above us. I wonder how I would feel if I lived in this apartment building, if the cantina was right below you. <laughs> like, you can't open your window on a weekend, right? No, it would be like this music 
which I think you can kind of hear the pumping music. Do you think you hear that all the time if you live right above this place? I mean, you would hope they would do some good soundproofing, but I think like the track record for new construction in that sense is not super great. I know that they did kind of like advertise this. I had a friend who toured one of these apartments while this was like, it hadn't yet been announced publicly that this was coming. And they mentioned like as a selling point, like, oh yeah, you'll have a Taco Bell cantina right at your doorstep. (laughs) How often do you think you would eat here if you lived right above here? Would you be down here a lot? You know, I mean, I like, I would like to say seldom, but I know myself and I know how lazy I am. So realistically, even with all of these other great restaurants in Westport, it would probably be more often than I'd like to admit. Let's talk Westport. What are some of your favorite spots here in Westport? past, present. So um, Shea Charlie is uh, and the Blarney Stone are probably the bars I am at most frequently, which has something to do with them being very close to my house. I live uh, kind of roughly in this neighborhood, but love both of those places. I go to Shea Charlie on the weekdays and the Blarney Stone on the weekends because it will feel uh, empty uh, regardless of the time of day. Uh, on the weekend. What's the vibe like in the Blarney Stone? Never been there. It's much more of, I think, a towny type of bar than Shea is, where like Shea has kind of gotten hipster and like young people love it, and which is no, not to disrespect Shea, which I think is still a fantastic bar. The Blarney Stone is a little bit crustier. One of the, the last times I was there, there were three people at this bar. It was like 11 p.m. on a Saturday. So should have been bumping. It was just me, an old drunk guy who they had given the ox cord, who was like playing strawberry wine, um, you know, a couple times in a row, and a bartender who was watching 9-11 truther videos on an iPad. Uh, so it's really a fantastic spot. Um, I love it so much. Um, and a great place to play darts also. Blarney Stone's been there forever, right? I mean, it that's has, an old yeah. Spot. That is an icon. And it really hasn't uh, changed or been cleaned in that time. It, it's been preserved in amber. You know what I wish? I wish there were just more old banks in Westport, you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, where do you do your historic banking now? There's nowhere <laughs> I, for you to go. There's nowhere. I got to go out to the burbs now, you know? It's, I uh, guess I'll, I'll mention a couple other places because okay. I just talked yeah. about bars and I'm, yeah. I want to be like an alcoholic. Um, Westport Cafe and Bar is great. I think they do fantastic food. I love that joint. Um, I think it's super fun. I surprisingly really like Mickey's Hideaway. I mean, I know this may be kind of a basic option and I still like Miss McCoy's in the way that a lot yeah. of people do. But uh, every time I've gone there, the food has been really good. Um, so I kind of like having that there, too. Do you have any places that you miss from, uh, from the past that aren't around anymore? Old Westport. Ooh, this place uh, has changed so much has. in, like, the last 10 years. I'm, like, running back through the Rolodex of, like, oh, well, that was the Foundry, and then it was, like, Sailor Jack's Fish Jack That didn't something. last very long. That didn't last super long. <laughs> I did like the Foundry. I do kind yeah. of miss uh, the Foundry. I'm sad that that left. Well, we're going to keep sipping these drinks. I've got some taco news stories of the week. Ooh, Do you want right. to check these? This is uh, this is the taco ticker. Should we give it a give it a check? Here we go. <laughs> this is the taco ticker. So these are all Taco Bell news stories because we're here at the amazing Taco Bell Cantina. First taco ticker story, Taco Bell has canceled a planned menu edition. They have called off plans for an imminent collaboration with Beyond Meat after sampling the bespoke product created for their menu. Taco Bell has rejected a plant-based carne asada from Beyond Meat, canceling plans that would have brought the new meat alternative to several of its locations in the coming months as a market 
place test taste test. According to Bloomberg, food testers from Taco Bell who tried the meatless carne asada this past fall found it to be below the standard of moving to a test phase and serving it to its customers. But the details of just what Taco Bell disliked about the product have not been released, so it isn't clear if the issues lie in the taste texture, aroma, appearance, cost, some other reason, or an amalgamation of several. Regardless, as the news broke, Twitter was abuzz with commentary on the situation. Beyond Meat is already actively working with a number of national chains, including Pizza Hut and McDonald's. So Tough luck for the Beyond folks. Yeah. They haven't been able to get into Taco Bell yet. You know, I have not been a huge fan of like the lab-grown meat alternatives or like the, you know, these like the Beyond or the Impossible... Um, industrial fake meats and yeah. I kind of don't understand why we're trying to reinvent the wheel like Ponchero's has tofu sada which is fantastic like you can do a really good plant-based menu item without using one of those like products I, right. I, I'm kind of surprised that they haven't tried more of the the natural approach I guess I have noticed there are more um, meatless options on the menu on the Taco Bell menu Oh, do they have a, I haven't looked at it yet. Do they have tofu? Do they have like no, jackfruits? I don't know. <laughs> they don't have any of that yet. It's mostly just beans. Okay, yeah. Bean burrito. Bean burrito, sure. <laughs> I think, what else did they have? They have like cheese roll-ups. I mean, Taco Bell is one of the places that first started to have veggie options for people. So this is Taco Ticker story number two. It's about Taco Bell, another Taco Bell story. Taco Bell is bringing Choco Tacos back. An iconic mashup has officially returned and it'll certainly sweeten up your 2022. Taco Bell and Klondike, Klondike have partnered again to bring back the Klondike Choco Taco after a seven-year hiatus. Seven years without Choco Tacos? It's I just didn't been even, waiting. <laughs> didn't even notice. If you're ready to chow down on the chili treat, here's where to get Taco Bell's Choco Taco for its 2022 return. 100th anniversary of Klondike in 2022. Oh my gosh. The treat is only available for a limited time for just $2.99 at certain Taco Bell locations in Los Angeles and Milwaukee. So tough luck all yeah. around. Dang. Is this like the Disney vault thing where like well, every couple years they'll release the Choco Taco right. from its prison. You know, you can get Choco Tacos at Quick Trip. They're right there every day. You don't have to wait for Taco Bell to Love bring it back. Love a Quick Trip. Yeah, yeah, they got everything. They got everything. Are you a Choco Taco fan? You know, I haven't had one in, uh, gosh, about seven years. Okay. <laughs> So you've been counting down the days on this hiatus, huh? Yeah, no, I actually had like a big paper chain that I've been like removing a link from oh, each day. So, uh, And you had no idea they were just there sitting there at Quick Trip for yeah, you. Yeah, I'll be driving to Milwaukee soon uh, yeah. to get that first in line. I wonder why Milwaukee gets them in L.A. and, and we don't hear. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if like the Choco Taco was actually invented in like Wisconsin. It would, yeah. it would feel appropriate. Where's Klondike out of? What, where's their headquarters? Uh, well, Antarctica, obviously. Oh, yeah. Because no. of polar bears, yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, you'd think like Russell Stover would get on that here in KC, like make a Choco Taco offshoot. I, sorry, I have to issue a correction right now. I just said Antarctica, and uh, meant- polar bears do not live in Antarctica. <laughs> they live in the Arctic. It's very oh, important okay. that we not mislead oh, right, your right. listeners. And maybe Alaska. Sure, yeah. Alaska? Where's the, where is the Klondike? The Klondike headquarters? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably like out. Poughkeepsie. I don't know. If, if only there was some way we could find that information out, like right now. You like, know, we could visit a library after yeah, this yeah. and uh, yeah, Go check out a book. Yeah, use the microfiche. <laughs> check it out. Uh, okay, this is a cheesy gordita crime story of the week. Cheesy 
Gordita Crime. This is where we check out a crime story that happened at a Taco Bell. At this Taco Bell? Not at this oh, Taco okay. Bell. Not yet. Oh, God, hope not. I hope everything is on the up and up here. This is from Alabama, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. A courthouse was locked down and streets closed in Alabama City over a Taco Bell order. They're playing Smash Mouth right now. Are you hearing this? It feels right for the vibe. I think they've got it on the early 2000s mix. Courthouse locked down and streets closed in Alabama over a Taco Bell order. Police didn't take any chances when they responded to a call about two suspicious packages sitting on the front steps of a federal courthouse in Alabama. The Tuscaloosa Police Department were first on the scene around 8.02 a.m. on Monday, February 14th, after two employees called about unknown packages at the front of the building. The officers blocked off the street and set up a perimeter around the courthouse to prevent cars and people from passing through. The hazardous device unit soon discovered, though, that the threatening packages were two packages of food from Taco Bell. The investigation revealed the boxes contained what we would have, what we have identified as a delivery order containing a taco and a burrito cravings pack from Taco Bell. It has been customized to include an assortment of regular and Doritos Locos Tacos along with four beefy five-layer burritos. Wait a minute, is this just an advertisement for Taco Bell? I cleverly placed. <laughs> At 8.20 a.m., officers had opened the roads and removed the perimeters around the courthouse and threw away the fast food. I like that they say that they threw it away. <laughs> like, they want to make sure you know that we didn't, we didn't, we didn't eat this loot. <laughs> God, what a day for that bomb-sniffing dog, though, right? Oh, yeah. He was like, wait a minute. This smells really good. <laughs> One commenter said, I think we need to have an internal investigation to find out if they really disposed of the food in the oh, dumpster. I would have eaten it myself. Although this is funny, you can never be too careful nowadays. Great work, Tuscaloosa Police Department. Do you think it was just like an Uber, an Uber Eats just dropped it off and was like, I can't go in there or something. I'm, I'm in a hurry or something. So the, the box is throwing me out. Like who delivers tacos in a box? Have you ever seen that? Well, these cravings boxes, I don't oh, know if the last time you were I'm not familiar. They have, they're, they come in these little boxes now. They're about yay big. Okay. And they're covered with like explosive symbols. And yeah, like, it says hazardous material. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a confusing marketing no, point. It, it says in big letters on it, Taco Bell, and it has a bell symbol. So So what was suspicious about these packages <laughs> exactly? Maybe they just had never seen it. Like maybe they'd never seen a uh, They'd never seen box a taco. Oh, wow. Before, so. Well, I'm glad everyone's okay. After I mean, that. I've never seen a cravings box. It's entirely possible. If you saw one, you'd probably think it was a bomb, right? I mean, my first instinct would immediately be to call yeah, the police, right. the Tuscaloosa police, right. not the Kansas City police. Yeah, I'm glad everyone's okay. And uh, But that person probably didn't get their order, you know? Yeah, everyone is not okay, Dave. Someone <laughs> went hungry. They threw his food in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least find out who it's supposed to go to, you know? Surely his name was listed on the cravings box prominently. Probably, yeah. Let's take a quick break. We're going to be right back after these messages. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. Okay, this is Town of the Taco Town of the Taco Kansas City, oh the place I love. Mm. 
This is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I'm going to shake it around, and Liz is going to pull a topic out of the cup. Oh, it's a little overstuffed here. Oh, so oh, get it, get, dig deep down in there and get it. Just oh, one? Yeah, just one. Okay. okay. All right. What'd you get? Favorite Kansas City store. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. What's Do you have a favorite store or shop here in Kansas City? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess I'd probably go with Prospero's on 39 West. That's probably where I yeah. spend the most time out of like any retail establishment locally. I just love the vibe. They've got a great selection. If I ever want to find uh, a book that someone recommended that's like 30 years old, they probably have it. They have new stuff, too. <laughs> it's just like a really good good selection of used books. And they have those cool little cubby holes with little art pieces, little um, doll heads peeking out at oh, you. Oh, yeah. There's so many like yeah. creepy things to discover. Like the basement is where it's at. Like it's yeah. like a little cave full of books. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I should probably feel unsettled by it, but I feel very comforted by uh, those creepy doll heads. Me too. Love it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta kind of look for them. They're, they're kind of hidden around the store, around the shop. There's graffiti on all of the bookcases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a very, it feels like an institution and very nice people. And and you can sell your books there instead of taking them to half price books where you'll get like 30 cents for, you know, 12. That's a great, that's 39th. Do you have any other favorite haunts along 39th Street? Yes, I love the frickin' frack. That's one of my favorite hangouts, just posting up at that bar with a beer and a burger. Do you ever um, go for tacos at frickin' frack? I do, yeah. Every now and then we'll go for the taco night. They, they got like the classic hard shells. Yeah. And, yeah. You wrote an article, it was about six months ago. You did your own taco tour of KC for the pitch, right? Yeah, I went to like three relatively new taco spots that were kind of like off of the taco trail, I guess. That Did you have a favorite? Yeah, I ended up really liking Taco Cacao. Um, they've got um, a couple trucks or a couple locations that are, they're all trucks, but they're permanent kind of in those neighborhoods now. Um, they've got one in Waldo, which is the one that I went to. And um, things are like really reasonably priced. You can get a ton of really great food and they have burritos that are the right size, which is like not too big. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not like a mission style two hander. They're like a classic, you know, you can eat it one hand while you drive burrito. And I like that. I think those taco trucks have been so successful that they rebranded their main restaurant, which was just called Cacao. Cacao, yeah. Now they've rebranded that main location as Tacos Cacao or Taco Cacao because their trucks were so successful. They've also got that new brick and mortar location where they used to have their truck on Warnell there. So yeah, they're super successful. Really yeah, good place. Really good, really good spot. Well, I think it's time. What do you say? You want to put these tacos to the test? Let's put them through the paces. All right. Let's do it. All right. The early 2000 hits are still pumping out here. The dance floor is bumping. There are people dancing with tacos in their hands here at the Taco Bell Cantina, celebrating spring break here in Kansas City. What an amazing day. Liz, what did you order? Well, I ordered a, uh, a Doritos Loco Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Uh, I wanted to pack in as many modifiers into one right. uh, menu item as possible. And then we also have a, a black bean chalupa, given, uh, given the vegetarians a nod here, and uh, half of a cheesy potato taco is that is that what it's some sort of fried potato taco with uh, what looks like a chipotle ranch yeah so i got this almost the same thing as you i got the uh cheesy gordita crunch nacho cheese dorito beef uh and then i got a chalupa chalupa supreme with nacho cheese added and you can on those ordering screens they're great they're right next so we're here in the little vip area right now you know there's a red rope no one can get through to 
over to us. Bottle service. Bottle service is coming. Bottles of Baja Blast. Now there's ordering screens and you can just, you know, just to your heart's content, just you can add a little cheese, add some sour cream and just order right there. And then they call your name and you go up and get it. You can test the tensile strength of that taco. Load it up, baby. (laughs) Load it up. What are you going to try first? Well, okay, so I'm going to go for this uh, cheesy gordita crunch because the uh, the texture is very interesting. We've got a hard shell taco that's colored like a, a just like standard nacho cheese Dorito. It's that shocking orange, but it's wrapped in uh, what feels like a pita. I mean, it's the texture and thickness and uh, uh, look of uh, just a just a pita bread. Yeah. That's kind of, so they stopped making their gorditas here. That's one of the canceled menu items that people get upset about a lot. No more gorditas, but that's the gordita. And it was it was canceled for its right wing views or? Right. Okay. Well, let's not get into it, but yeah, <laughs> the gordita had some views. We believe in restorative justice for the gordita and similar items. I think it's time. Gordita paid its dues, you know? Absolutely. And it, the gordita had its own podcast. It was spewing all that garbage. Let's give it a try. You want to give it a try? Let's okay, do it. I'm, I'm should, gonna... I be, should I be biting directly into the microphone? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, great. If you could just stick the microphone... First thoughts? I have to say there's less crunch than I expected. There's a lot of bread here. It's a very bready taco. <laughs> the flavors are fine. I'm into this um like Chipotle ranch business we've got in here. That's what I like about it. Yeah, good amount of cheese. Did you, do you feel it could be cheesier though? Mm. I'll, I'll have another bite and report back. This is usually my go-to. Okay, well I've gotten some of that wilting iceberg lettuce. It's giving taco pizza vibes. I don't hate it. I think I would probably prefer just the hard shell taco version though. I think it's like the soft pita is just like sticking to my teeth. It's a little unpleasant for me. A little sticky. I always say the cheesier the better with a cheesy gordita crunch. So you've ordered these before. How does the cantina version stack up? You know what? It's exactly the same. (laughs) Except, you know, I'm a little tipsier because I've had this liquor-infused Baja Blast. Methinks that's what they're counting on. So you would like this. What about, you like this Baja sauce? This, uh, I like the Baja sauce. Look, this is the thing. I think just put this in an ordinary soft shell tortilla outside of the hard shell. Like we don't need this like this pita bread situation. And then you can put a little uh, you can put a little more cheese in between the two tortillas and fuse them. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, an enhancement. Um, call me Taco Bell. I'll work with you. When the cheesy gordita crunch first came out, I think we all remember where we were when that first wasn't invented and released into the world. It was more cheesy, and the cheese did stick more to the shell. So it, you had more of that. It was swaddled. Swaddled cheese. We've forgotten our roots, you know? Yeah. I asked you when we were ordering, when do you think the last time you ate inside a Taco Bell was? Do you remember? My first answer was that it has probably been about 10 years. I've had plenty of drive-through, but um, inside is a different experience. But then I remembered that a year ago, on a road trip, I had to stop in Bethany, Missouri. There are like two things in the Bethany, Missouri. There's um, the Toot Toot, which is a diner attached to a gas station. And then there's the Taco Bell KFC hybrid. So I went into that Taco Bell, had myself a chicken fresca taco and a Baja Blast and uh, ate alone, had a whale of a time. (laughs) You actually sat down in the Taco Bell at a table by yourself and ate a meal. Absolutely. Look, eating in the car would have just been sad, Dave. You know, I had to have me a little experience, stretch my legs. See, I only eat my Taco Bell in cars because that's where I like to cry. 
So. And you you only eat Taco Bell when you're crying, or the Taco Bell moves you. I start to cry. Yes. I'm like I'm so happy right now. It's happy tears. Happy tears. Do you think this location? is going to suffer without a drive-thru because people love their Taco Bell drive-thru. Well, Dave, I think we um, learned from the early stages of this opening that uh, many people thought it was a drive-thru. Did a car crash? Yeah, a car crashed right through the window about a couple weeks before it opened. Yeah. No way. Yeah, the accident, someone just came careening through, uh, shattered out the windows, and they had to redo them. Oh, that's what that was. I thought they were just building a new hole, a car-shaped hole into the building. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was not a design choice. Oh, okay. Well, so that person really wanted it to be a drive-thru. They right. Thought it was he a tried to make his own, and, you know, we have to salute him. I don't know that it was a he, actually. It could have been <laughs> a she. I don't want to be sexist here. On International Women's Day, I mean, women can drive cars through the fronts of Taco Bells, too. <laughs> I think I'm going to move on to the... I got a chalupa here with some... I also have a chalupa. Did you get the nacho cheese-induced... Well, no, I didn't. I got a I got a black bean Injection. chalupa, but I enhanced it with some. Uh, well, I thought I enhanced it with some sauce, but it looks like that did not make its way to the table. The robot messed it up. Yeah. Wait, does that have jalapenos in it? What's that? It has a jalapeno in it. Yeah. Oh, with the added jalapenos to okay. it. That's what I did. Yeah. That looks good. What do you think of this shell compared to the other pita well, shell? Well, I'm already feeling a little bit better of this. It's more more of a fry bread color and texture. It feels like uh, it's got a little more going on in the texture department. I'm feeling good. High hopes. It's got a nice feel to it. A good hand feel. <laughs> Very good hand Important feel. Important in your chalupa. All right, yeah. cheers. Cheers. Mmm. <laughs> well, the texture is better. More. I'm glad I added jalapenos because the, the beans are not bringing a ton of flavor to the party, to be honest. But uh, this isn't bad. What's your first bite review? If you want to get fancy at a Taco Bell cantina... Chalupas is the way to go, don't you think? I mean, you better come in here wearing a tuxedo. This is a top-tier menu item here at the Taco Bell Cantina. I did don a pair of elbow-length white gloves before uh, picking this up. You gotta. You don't want to contaminate the chalupa shell with the the oils from your fingers. Right. Hmm. I enjoy it. I I like it very much. You know, I do too. So I got the bean version, and you got the beef version. I got the beef with tons of nacho cheese, tomato, lettuce... I love a good chalupa. So how do you feel about the nacho cheese? I might have to do that next time. Is that the right move? It's a game changer. Yeah. Difference maker. Do you have a go-to Taco Bell order? Well, usually it's like soft shell chicken tacos. Um, But when the Crunchwrap Supreme is available, I have been known to dabble. That's that's another top-tier menu item, the Crunchwrap Supreme. Love a Crunchwrap. I think, um, you know, vegetarians, I would say if you're going to get this chalupa taco i would kind of go ape with the jalapenos and the nacho cheese i think the beans are maybe a little under seasoned and salted but um you know composition wise it holds up do you like beans on a taco or uh, do you say put the beans on the side oh yeah no i love beans on a taco love beans in general i am a member of a highly exclusive mail order bean club so wow you know strong bean opinions here one of my last guests said no beans ever not even in their chili get the beans out polarizing okay yeah how do you feel about lettuce on a taco look i'm pro lettuce too i mean we've talked about the taco pizza i kind of like it i like the iceberg when it gets a little wilted (laughs) it gets a little hot i'm into that i'm into the slipperiness all right i will i will probably order mine in the future without the tomatoes which are you know regardless of when you order them at the taco bell are going to be like out of season (laughs) sort of sad little red (laughs) gelatin 
bits. Now you were telling me when we were ordering that your first taco in Kansas City was at Poncho's. Yes. Now, now Ranchos or Ranchos. We don't we don't know what the pronunciation. You're a journalist. Have you gotten to the bottom of why the name changed? Why did Poncho's suddenly overnight become Ranchos? Is it a Mandela effect thing? Was it always Ranchos? It was not always Ranchos <laughs> or Ranchos. Um, I do believe that the uh, Ranchos uh, in Lawrence has acquired these establishments and switched over to the new menu. I, I don't know more than that. Uh, you know, the story is still developing. Good. Can we expect an article about that? You know, I might. I mean, Poncho's was kind of an institution for so long. Um, it got me through many a late night when I first moved to Kansas City that I think, like, I have to go back and see if it uh, if it's changed. See if the menu's changed, if the vibes changed. It's a special place. Should we try the potato? Taco? I think that's. I think it's time. This so is this, on their uh, value menu, I believe. It's like under two dollars. Okay, so you've got a, a single soft shell with some uh, some fried potato bits, that lettuce again, cheese, and uh, what looks like a chipotle ranch if I'm not mistaken. Mm. One thing I think we forgot to say about this taco, it's a spicy potato taco. It is a spicy meatball. Do you like that spice? I do. That's a decent, uh, you know, it's a solid medium, which is, you know, better than I'd expect from kind of your standard order. Mm. I think we ordered right tonight. I think these are all good. I mean, we didn't order any of the B words, right? which I understand some people like here, but... um, I think we ordered really well. Yeah, this is, I mean, this taco, like, it's a little messy, but the flavors are good. Potatoes, uh, you know, a little chewy. (laughs) That's fine. Did you picture some different menu items that you wouldn't find at another Taco Bell, at a Taco Bell cantina? I was really hoping this would be kind of enhanced. It seems like the enhancement is um, the booze. And uh, the the conviviality, the the boisterous music, the music, yeah, the party lifestyle, the the live moss ethos <laughs> made manifest in glorious Technicolor and neon. I would like to see a, a couple special items. It looks like you mentioned uh, the only unique to the cantina item might be the grande nacho. Yeah, they have a grande nacho, which is different from a nacho bel grande. It's really a grande nacho bel grande. Two X grandes. Okay. All right. Grande squared. But it's not enough for four people. Only two people can eat it. So it's not that grande, I guess. Uh, well, we should have shared a, a grande nacho bel grande. We should have. You know, maybe we should Maybe we should end the night with that. <laughs> Just uh, like <laughs> dessert nachos. It, until the Choco Taco makes its triumphant return. I mean, we, we are left with few options. I mean, I don't know why Kansas City wasn't put in the mix on that Choco Taco reunion. So one to five golden tacos, five being best. What would you give your taco experience here overall at the Taco Bell Cantina? Well, you know, I've got to rate it for the whole experience, not just the food. And I think I'd give it a, I'd give it a 2.5. 2.5? Yeah. You're not, not a fan of the music? It's the music, isn't it? Well, no, I mean, look, 2.5 is a fine rating. I know, you know, it's, it's um, right down the middle. I think uh, it's very bright here. The... Uh, you, can, you, you want it to be a little bit darker. I would like a sultrier, a little more of a nightclub environment. Yeah. I want to, you know, appreciate this club music and not, uh, you know, worry about what I look like under the fluorescent lights. <laughs> eating many tacos. Eating many tacos. <laughs> um, I think the best part for me still, Baja Blast Freeze. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, Still no notes. Still working on mine. No notes. What about you? What's your rating? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm, I'm close to you. I'm gonna give it a three point two out of five. Ooh, 
Oh, I didn't know we. I was just thinking we could had yeah. to do half points. No, I didn't know yeah. there were you, go, you know tenths. You can do half half points. Yeah. Okay. I really like the bars. Really cool. I love the little bar there right next to it. The little cool VIP coves are nice. I like the. There's a nice patio outside where that car crashed, but that they fixed it all. It's all good now. Yeah, I'm surely no cars will ever come careening through that patio. I did picture it, you know, in my mind, in like in my dreams, which I dream of tacos a lot. I pictured this place being a little bit bigger and a little bit more of that club vibe. I pictured it being maybe darker lights, maybe a couple. Wait, oh, that light's coming from the television. I want a little more strobe lights going. I want some lasers. Oh, absolutely. We could get a disco ball in here. We could get some fog machines, a little strobe action. Now, we're here early, so maybe it does turn into that after, like, 11 p.m. It could be like Funky Town, like the clock strikes midnight <laughs> and things come down from the ceiling. and The foam machine. It gets going. On. That's yeah, what I, I mean, want. The, the shape of the spot, you're right. Like, it is a little bit narrower than I think I expected. It's kind of like galley style. You've got a, a long run. Yeah that terminates in this bar, which you can sit at and drink a margarita, a Baja Blast with tequila, and eat your tacos. I'm sure on a nice summer day, I might just pull up here and just sit at the bar all day and just... Park, uh, park. you know, with half of your car inside the patio. Yeah, yeah. maybe a little more uh, cantina party lifestyle should be happening here, I think. Music's okay. Is it a little loud? Is it just tr- it's troublesome? A li- it's a little loud and it's a little old, you know? We were listening to some, uh, I think, Hinder earlier. Uh, is that who sang The Reason? Hoobastank. Hoobastank, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, I was reaching for that one. Okay. Oh. And this place really does have the, the hooba you stank all over it, you know? It's got the stank on it. Uh, the, the food, uh, uh, I enjoyed it. I yeah, really I mean it. it's it's Taco Bell food. It's it it's gonna get you where you need to go. Hey, if you know if you're familiar with the food of Taco Bell, then you're gonna enjoy this place. I think. Boy, they do it. They do it the same. They make it just <laughs> like you like it at the Taco Bell. We need to definitely order those nachos. The yeah, grande, the grande nacho bel, bel, gra- grande squared grande nacho bel grande for two. So this place is pretty new. It doesn't have too many reviews on Yelp. This is the time of the show called Good and Bad Reviews, Red and Funny Voices. Would you like to read some of these? Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. So who do you have there? Well, we've got a, a, a short review, short and sweet review from Trinity here. All the reviews are pretty high for this place so far, all like five stars, so no bad reviews really. So There's no surprises at the Taco Bell. <laughs> what does uh, Trinity have to say? Trinity says, had the best experience. Chris the bartender was dope and makes the most delicious drinks. 10 out of 10 recommend five stars. So that is a 10 out of 10 five-star review. that's that, two levels of review right there. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's... Hats off, Trinity. Ten that is an intense amount five of, out of five. passion for the experience. And shout out to Chris, who is apparently dope as hell. Well, wait till you hear this next one. This is Logan. Great. Are you familiar with the show Euphoria? I haven't seen it, but I know of it. So there's a guy on there called Fez. Fezco. I'm gonna I've been working on this new impersonation. You're gonna really enjoy it because I'll have nothing to compare <laughs> it to. So I will immediately assume that you nailed it. He he likes to say, Rue, Rue, don't do it, Rue. Don't do it, Rue. No, Rue. I can't let you in, Rue. What are you doing, Rue? That's his voice. 
Also, I mean, your listeners can't hear that, but great face acting. Yeah, going oh, on thank here. Thank you, thank you. That's that's his look. He just goes, Rue, don't do it, Rue. His eyes are completely dead. There's nothing going on behind that's, them right now. That's his acting style. Uh, here we go. So I'm going to do this review. Logan in the voice of Fez from Euphoria. Here we go. Chris was amazing, Rue. Excellent service. Very friendly and love the bottle flips, Rue. 10 out of 10, recommend sitting at his bar. He's a great time. Rue, don't do it, Rue. I can't let you in, Rue. Five stars. They do bottle flips here. We got some bartenders with some flair. I haven't seen any bottle flips yet. I I haven't seen any bottles, to be honest. (laughs) We ordered the full bottle service. Have we even received one bottle of Baja Blast yet? No. No, No, I've been meaning to complain about that, actually. Well, I mean, to recap, so we're here, brand new, Taco Bell Cantina, spring break, 98, celebrating here in KC, 4101 Broadway in the heart of Westport. If you're here, stop on by. If you enjoy your Taco Bell, you you might enjoy this even better because you can sit down on these nice leather couches, sit at the bar, have a, a liqueur drink. Listen to Now That's What I Call Music from 2007. <laughs> this is more uh, like 2002. <laughs> yeah. Now that's what Chris. I call music, Volume Four. So yeah, would you? What, what are some of your parting words for the Taco Bell Cantina? Well, I mean, I guess the the move is to come here on a night when Chris is working. I feel like you know we really haven't gotten the full treatment. I know. Gosh. Bring a lover, order the nachos, Bel Grande squared. Yep. And uh, sit at the bar, hang out with Chris, I guess, you know? Yeah. Enjoy the vibes. I'm, I'm trying to see if they're flipping any bottles and we're just missing it. All right. We'll be right back after this break. Taco the town, taco the town. Taco the town, taco the town. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right. This is Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. I've got taco questions. I need your taco answers. Liz, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm prepared. Here we go. Question one out of 603. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Uh, must love cats. Must love cats. i sorry. I thought this was a dating interview. What, oh. what, what One thing you look for in a taco. taco. A taco. I think structural integrity is number one for me. Structural. Sh- the shell has to be. What do you yeah, think you of got, the shell integrity today? Yeah. The bottoms. You can't blow out the bottoms. Yeah. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? Always soft shell. Hot or mild salsa? Hot. Do you ever put a little lime on your tacos? Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. Pro cilantro, no cilantro. Very pro cilantro. Very grateful to not be afflicted with the soap gene. With the soap gene. Soap people, we're so sorry. There ought to be a charity uh, event for you to raise awareness. Okay, what are you drinking with your tacos? Going margarita? Going like with a beer? uh, A nice cold beverage like a a soda pop? I think I want uh, an ice cold Pacifico with a lime. What about a Baja Blast freeze? I would take a Baja Blast freeze any day. But unfortunately, I think this is one of those items that you can only get at the Taco Bell Cantina. They're coming out with a hard seltzer Baja Blast Mountain Dew that you can purchase at the store. Would you purchase that for your home? I mean, I would try it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try anything once. Favorite side dish with tacos, chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac, beans and rice. I'm going to go chips and guac. F. Mary Kill, salsa, queso, guac. Ooh, okay. Um, Fuck guac, marry salsa, kill the queso. 
It's too heavy. Covers everything up. You know, I love it, but kill it. Yeah. Okay, if you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Honestly, I this is not a very impressive answer. I eat a lot of tater tots, specifically crispy crowns. They are the superior frozen potato product. Oh wow! You can purchase those at the store. You can. In the you frozen can, food aisle. In the frozen food aisle, um, they have many brands of crispy crowns. They're like potato olays if you've ever had those. Oh, yeah. They're like the flat mm. disc ones. So you get surface area. You get crunch. <laughs> And you can uh, you can make your own potato olay tacos at home. How often do you go to Taco John's to get the potato olays? I mean, even less than Taco Bell because there isn't one near me. <laughs> but uh, I don't have to because I have those crispy crowns at home, you know? Okay, do you have a dream taco eating destination somewhere in the world that you would love to take a taco, maybe keep it warm in an insulated fanny pack, bring that taco to this location and eat it. A dream eating taco destination. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to go for, this is very specific, um, Odessa Lake in Rocky Mountain National Park. It is an alpine lake. You have to hike up uh, about 2,500 feet to get there. And even in July, there's snow everywhere. And I, oh, would, nice. uh, I would sit on a little mound of snow looking at that lake and I would eat that taco. We are assuming, of course, that it has made the journey still hot. Right. Still, you know, this is a fantasy. So. Right. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Um, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? You've done a lot of research on this. Do we have a good taco town here in KC? We have a fantastic taco town in KC. And I think we are, we are all starting to come around to that, which is good. Is there something taco-wise you think that we should change about the city or step up our taco game with? Or do you think we're pretty good where we're at? You know, I think we're pretty good where we're at. I think maybe people's attitudes toward tacos probably need to change. I think like a lot of times people assume that like tacos have to be cheap. We still have that kind of idea. Right. And I think that kind of keeps tacos pinned into the past. It forces taqueria owners to use like low quality ingredients because people have this expectation. I think we got to let people experiment and be creative with the food they want to make and understand that that's probably going to mean sometimes a $3 taco and that's okay. Right. What are some other great taco towns that you've visited? Do you have any favorites? San Antonio, hands down. That's probably my favorite taco town of all the places I've been. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos. Would you ever turn down tacos? I struggle to think of a situation in which I would I would turn down a taco because even if I'm full, like an ordinary taco, it's, you know, you can always make room. It's not a huge, you know, amount of food. What if it's like a, just a basic crunchy taco because you said you, you don't... Oh, okay. Yeah, like so a, if we're talking like the old El Paso kit, hard shell, unseasoned ground beef, I might turn that down. That's a good point. If someone approached you in an alleyway with a crunchy beef taco in their hands, would you slap it out like the, like slap it out with the back of your hand or would you slap it up into the sky out of their hand? Well, I, I, I'm not really into food waste. I would not take it from them. I would just encourage, you know, I would encourage them to Okay, keep you it, put your hand up and go, no, Keep no, your tacos you. to yourself, okay. friends. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's good. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get violent with that. <laughs> Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that turns you off from a taco if it's on a taco. Taco phobias. Ooh. Um, 
You know, I will say I'm not a big fan of ta- of a big fan of tacos that just are slathered in like mayonnaise. And I love mayonnaise, but Ooh, I've never had a slathered mayonnaise taco. Well, like a lot of times you'll get a Chipotle mayonnaise. We had a couple versions oh, yeah. earlier today. And I think like that's good, but all you taste is the Chipotle mayonnaise. So that to me is a sign that maybe like what's going on underneath isn't bringing a lot to the party. Right. So that, yeah. So too much Baja sauce. Too, too much, much Baja like, sauce. I think sauce. the biggest sin for me is overfilling a taco, which I think is also controversial. But, you know, I don't want it to be totally stuffed up to the gills. Well, then you get a broken shell, you too. You get a, or broken a broken tortilla. Shell. It's yeah. harder to eat. Yeah. That's a taco sin to overfill a taco. Agreed. It's just wasteful. There you go with food waste again. Okay, this is the speed round. These are different types of tacos. I just want to know yay or nay on these, okay? Okay. Here we go. Taco pizza. Hard yay. Oh, yeah. You are the biggest proponent of taco pizza I've ever met. Taco salad. Yay. Taco burgers. Nay. Taco dogs. Nay. It's like a loose meat I know. You, you talked dog. about the loose meat one earlier. It's put me <laughs> off them entirely. That's a nay. Uh, a dog dressed up like a taco? Yay. Breakfast tacos? Yay. Walking tacos? Yay. Taco soup? Tortilla soup? Yay. Taquitos? Yay. Double decker tacos? I don't know what that is. It's similar to what we had, the cheesy oh, gordita, like okay, two yeah, shells. Yeah. In theory, yay. Miniature tiny tacos? Like taco sliders? Like from 7-Eleven or in the frozen food aisle, the little tiny ones, they oh. almost look like little... Uh, little throwing I think, stars. I think that's a nay for me. I don't think you need to make the taco smaller. It's perfect the way it is. You can't really get any filling in those either. So, yeah. And they always have that freezer burn taste to them. Choco tacos. I'm going to give it a nay. Wait a minute. I know. Not a fan? I'm actually not a Choco Taco <laughs> fan. But you had, the, you had the chain that you were ripping a a piece of paper off for every day the hiatus I, I know I, I was, I was, I, was just, I was just goofing I was goofing <laughs> with you Dave I'm, I'm not oh. a big Choco Taco fan what about a peanut butter Choco Taco I haven't had a peanut butter one okay. you know maybe that's what I'm missing gotta go to Milwaukee I guess <laughs> figure it out uh, a naked chicken chalupa, similar to what we had tonight, but the the uh, shell is made out of a chicken breast. I haven't tried it, but I will say I'm skeptical. Okay. A tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco. That's a nay from me. I love a breakfast taco. Don't fuck with it, you know? I, regular tortilla, eggs, bacon, perfect. Do you have a favorite breakfast taco spot in KC? So I love Red Kitchen in Lenexa. They've got yes. probably my favorite breakfast tacos. Very good. Love that place. Taco Bell's nacho fries, which are back starting today, which I don't know why we didn't have any. Are you a nacho fry fan? So are these fries covered in nacho cheese? Yes. You dip them. They're they're covered in spicy seasoning and then you dip it in the nacho cheese. Sure, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. We should have had some of those tonight. Oh yeah, let down. And finally, Taco Bell all day or no way. Oh. You know, this is this is hard for me. I'm really not like a, a that binary is, is tricky. I'm a I'm a Taco Bell part of the day. <laughs> Got it. Okay, favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to eat tacos besides the one playing right now. Is this in sync? This that might be in sync. Um oh that's a good one. I'm Just gonna something that gets you fired up to eat tacos. I'm gonna go with um Finish Line by Lou Reed because it reminds me that I'm almost there and ready to eat that taco. Can you sing a verse of that or maybe? N- well, no. 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 <laughs> Not I mean, I can't, well, I can't sing it because Lou <laughs> oh. Reed just kind of talks into oh, the microphone okay. in that one. So. That's a good one. I got to add it that to, be melodic. The, to the list. Okay. This is random taco question of the week. Random taco question of the week. Throw me out a number between one and 93 and I will read you a random taco. 69. 69. Here we go. Ooh, this is a good one. I want to hear your take on this. Best 
chips and salsa in Kansas City. Do you have a favorite? Ooh. <laughs> That, do, you, do you order chips and salsa? Are you a chips and salsa fan? I do order chips and salsa. I am a big chips and salsa fan. Um, in terms of my favorite. Is it one that really stands out? You know, I mean, I think this is going to be controversial, especially coming from me. But um, Port Fonda has had and has under under new management, new chef, owner, pretty good chips and salsa. Do you feel like the... So you like those really hard tortilla chips? That they are thicker. They thicker, are a little yeah. harder, but I, I like a little heft, and I like the salsas a lot. And I don't need, like, that, that's a problem. Like, if I'm at a restaurant where they give me a giant bowl of chips and salsa, I will eat it all, and I will have no room for my meal. I kind of like the smaller portion because yeah. it, it imposes a limit. And it's not like when you go to jalapenos and they just keep bringing it. They keep on bringing it and you feel like right. you have to keep eating it and the salsa Yes, because it's yeah. there. It's there, yeah. It's there. They have, very, they have the very thin chips at, uh, at jalapenos. I haven't been back to Port Fonda. We haven't done them on the show yet, so we might hit that up soon because uh, um, I haven't tried it in, like, what, three, four years? Yeah. So. <laughs> And, and you've been there with the new management? I, yes, I went once shortly after they had that transition, and they kept a lot of the menu the same. Okay. Um, I think they still have, they kept all the recipes, so a lot of the food is going to be really similar to what people remember, just with, uh, you know, slightly less toxicity. So, right, eh, that's okay. good. It's a good thing. Well, Liz, our time here at the Taco Bell Cantina has come to an end. Thank you so much for being on the show. Where can people find Haterade and sign up for your newsletter? Well, they can go to haterade.substack.com and uh, sign up for it there. Or you can uh, follow me on Twitter at LizCookKC. And I typically post whatever I'm working on there. You can follow me on the Twitter. What's next? What do you have coming up? Can you uh, tease anything for us? I mean, besides your Taco Bell Cantina expose that you're writing. <laughs> sure. So I have, a, I have an article out this month in the pitch. It hasn't shown up online yet, but you can pick up a copy um, on newsstands right now. And it's all about the labor in the hospitality industry and kind of what that's going to look like in the future. So you can check that out in the pitch. Now, there, are there rumors about you doing a book? Are you working on a book about chicken drink? Or? No, I am not working on a book about chicken drink. People have tried to convince me to write one over the years. Um, I will do that when someone pays me. Okay. <laughs> Well, I love your work, and your experiments with food are amazing. And uh, if you ever want to do a taco experiment, let me know. I'd love to step in and, and help you in any way I can. You don't mind if we denigrate the uh, the taco no, with, I, I, with some of these experiments? No, no, yeah, let's do I, it. I rarely elevate anything that I work on, <laughs> so I'm just going to be realistic. We could do spicy mouse tape tacos. It's kind of like a Willy Wonka thing. Like, you, you lick it on the wall, the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> right. It's a whole multi-course experience. I'm just glad that you didn't end up with the cartoon X's in your eyes after you tasted it, like the little mice on the tape, the little drawings of the mice on the tape. Thank you so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Dave. Party is still going here at Taco Bell Cantina. <laughs> Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean, and give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office and thanks so much to the taco bell cantina for having us out tonight our music is by sun eaters courtesy of lotus pool records be safe out there everybody and remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots and until next time go, go eat, eat some, some tacos, tacos.
Spy.